BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Loop Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Baseball back on the air as the Cougars take on the Dons of the University of San Francisco here at D. Benedetti Ballpark in uh, San Francisco. Uh, they're having a little Mother's Day celebration here where all the mothers of the Dons players are out uh, throwing the first pitch out to their sons. A nice little thing that they've got going here in San Francisco. Cougars have won the first two games, joined by Tuckett Slade here this afternoon, uh, along with uh, Brent Norton, and uh, Cougars won 9-2, 9-7. Tuckett, boy, it's been the team that we've been waiting for the entire year as they've really showed up and, and played good baseball. Yeah, yeah, really have. It's the team that we saw all fall and the team that we had last year that we knew they could battle through games and uh, kind of expected to play that way the whole year. Just you know, hasn't been the case, but uh, it's been nice to see them play that way this weekend. No doubt about it. Had a chance a few minutes ago to stand with head coach Mike Littlewood, get his thoughts uh, before uh, game three of this series here in San Francisco. We're here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Coach, uh, two big wins, first two against San Francisco here. Your team have really competed, competed well, executed per- perfectly, and you got to be really happy with the effort. Yeah, I mean, uh, it just makes me wonder where this team's been all year because this is a, this is our potential. I mean, we just... Um, Play, we're playing loose, playing confident, uh, something we've been missing, honestly, for a couple months. So it's it's nice to see this kind of bittersweet um, that we've done it this late. But it's good to see them show some character. Um, we talked about finishing strong, and it looks like that's what they want to do. You know, Defensively, you've been strong the whole year. You've pulled some plays off, steaming it short. Uh, been really good out there. Did commit the one area yesterday, but uh, you got to be happy with the effort defensively the entire year. Well, that's the one thing about baseball. You know, it's very easy in baseball to take your at-bats to the field and take an air to the plate. And I think our guys have done a really good job of separating the two, um, really concentrating with the exception of maybe a couple positions where they've crossed over. But um, Schneeman especially has had a down year offensively, and I think he's been better this year than he was last year on defense. And last year he's a defensive player of the year in the league. No doubt about that. Coach uh, Alex Prone going for you against Barossa. Alex, a great effort against Cal here about 10 days ago, uh, looking for the same kind of thing out of him. Yeah, I mean, if he can just throw strikes, that's that's all we want. Against Cal, that curveball, was he's throwing his curveball where he wanted to, throwing it for strikes, bouncing it, uh, threw a couple change-ups in his fastball. He was locating both sides of the plate. If, if Alex can do that, he's going to be really, really effective today. Tell us about Barossa, their guy. I know he's a kid out of Canada. Yeah, mid to upper 80s fastball. Doesn't have great fastball command, so we're going to have to see fastball in the zone. Um, throws kind of a we don't know if it's a splitty or a, or a change can't really tell and haven't got many good reports on it but it's a change up that kind of drops out of the zone similar to what we saw yesterday and he throws a big loopy curveball that um, you know if you see that up you can hammer it uh, but I think he's going to try to sneak a couple of those in on us just to get us looking a little bit but definitely a guy that we should put some runs up up against well middle of the order has been really good in the series here with uh, Hale uh, and uh for Faveros especially is just uh, they haven't been able to get him out. Yeah, I mean Nate's um, Nate made a small adjustment with his back elbow, and it's, it's made 
just an incredible difference with him. Lowered his back elbow, enabling him to get the bat to the ball a little bit quicker. Uh, he and Trent have been talking about that for about two months now, and, and it seems to be clicking. That's what they, you know, they, we, they had that conversation yesterday. But it's nice to see yesterday and Thursday, it's, it, you know, it reminds me of kind of teams in the past where you look on deck and you go, oh, he's swinging it, and then you look in the hole, oh, he's swinging it, uh, which makes it nice to be able to do things and feel confident that you're going to score runs every single inning, and that's what we're doing. But Nate's, Nate's clearly, Nate and Brock have clearly, clearly carried us in this, uh, this couple games so far. This uh, San Francisco team, you've won 10 of 11. You just seem to have their number. Play very well here at Benedetti Diamond as well as in Provo, and uh, uh, it's been a tough series for them because they were right there in the mix for the conference tournament. Well, this is a must-win for them. I mean, I think if they lose, they're out mathematically, and and that's always tough. But we just want to come out and play well, play confident again today for sure. Okay, Coach, well, uh, hey, uh, congratulations on the two wins. Uh, We'll talk to you in the postgame. All right, thanks, Brent. Okay, back here in San Francisco, Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slade. We get ready for baseball. Cougars' Brennan Anderson will lead it off for BYU. Cougars have won the first two games by a score of 9-2 and then 9-7. And an exciting game yesterday afternoon here at Benedetti Ballpark. And uh, Brennan Anderson will step in for the Cougars. Landon Borassa, right-hander, gets the start for the Dons. And Anderson, first pitch single into right field. Great swing right there by Anderson. Fastball away, first pitch, and the key for him, getting the ball on the ground. Well, Brennan lines one to right. And Daniel Sneeman steps in. Daniel is uh, two for ten in the series. 26 RBIs on the year for the junior out of Chula Vista, California. Sneeman batting from the left side steps in. First pitch is over for a strike call. Landon Barasa, six wins, four losses. This will be his 13th start. Has thrown 69 innings this year. Opponents hitting 264 against him. He has... 48 strikeouts, 31 base on balls this year as the Sneeman takes that one down low, a ball and a strike. Cougars the same lineup as we've seen the first two days with the Schneeman, Hale batting second and third, Favero, Kringland, Clausen, McIntyre, Jacobson, and Kelton. And Alex Perone is on the hill for BYU. Defensively for the Duns, Rick Riley Helland is behind the plate. Jason Kresge is at first. Aaron Ping at second. Michael Perry is the shortstop. And uh, Jack Winkler, third base. Pitch. That ball is lined. Foul. Just foul by about a foot down the left field line by uh, Schneeman. That ball kind of slicing away from the line and landed about uh, probably about 12 inches foul. There we have the best look in the the stadium for that. (laughs) We're right on that left field line. Not so much the right field line. Yeah. I have no idea there. One ball, two strikes, a count to Schneeman. Brock Hale in the on-deck circle. And the pitch to Schneeman. He goes down on strikes. One man out. Yeah, swung on a pitch above his hands there. Probably a ball, but a good fastball there. R.J. Cordero is in left field for the Dons. Uh, Nick Jovetic is in uh, center, and Jonathan Allen in right. As Brock Hale steps in, Brock, uh, first pitch, curveball just a little bit inside Brock. We were trying to come up with an offensive statistic that he didn't lead in yesterday and can't find one. He now leads the team in stolen bases also. Oh, so wow. the guy's just been a pretty phenomenal he, year. He's had a great year. 
Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's a little bit off the plate, 2-0. Yeah, as much as our offense has struggled at times this year, he's been the one guy that's been consistent throughout the whole year, putting up a fantastic year. Struggled a little bit early, but then kind of came to life with that Auburn series. Yeah, he did. 2-0 pitch to Hale. That ball's hit into right field base hit. So a couple of singles by the Cougars here in the first. Hale going the other way in the big hole down the between the first and second baseman, and Favero steps in. They haven't been able to get Favero out seven for nine in the series, four RBIs, including his first home run of the year. And that was a no-doubter, absolute no-doubter. He is hotter than hot right now, and the Cougs really needed that. Coach Littlewood said a little adjustment with uh, his elbow and his swing has uh, kind of made the difference. As Favero steps in with one man out. And Boras's first pitch, that ball's hit hard. First baseman's got it. He'll go to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play. 3-6-3 double play. And the Cougars retired here in the first. No runs, two hits, no errors. And one man left on base. We are through a half an inning. Cougars nothing. And the Dons coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here at the Nemesis Diamond on the campus of USF. Cougars and the Dons. Cougars retired. They did pick up a couple of base hits there in the first. Dons, a good defensive team as they turned four double plays uh, yesterday and turned one here in the first inning against the uh, BYU team. Jonathan Allen will be the first hitter. Playing in right field today is Allen. Yeah, Allen came in with this series with a really good average. You know, he's a, he was about 350 coming into yeah. the series, and he, he struggled a little bit this series. Yeah, 0 for 8. Yeah. He got a hit. Average dropped down to 327. And the first pitch from Alex Perone is a swing and a miss. He's aggressive, though, man. He really swings it. Got seven home runs, 30 RBIs for a leadoff guy. Here is Perone's pitch. Ball hit. Anderson playing a deep second base, comes up, throws him out. Ball hit hard by Allen, but Anderson had him played perfectly one man down, and that will bring up a Jason Kresge. Yeah, I forgot that Anderson was playing in that shift, and when he <laughs> hit it off the bat, I was like, oh, he finally got his first hit. Oh, no, it's right to Anderson. Right at him. Yeah. Jason Kresge steps in, first baseman. Young man's only had 17 at-bats this year, junior out of Clayton, California, and he fouls the first pitch off. Yeah, Kresge's a really good defensive first baseman. That's one thing he can do. He can pick it, really throw it. You know, he's the guy that defensively is, is really good out there, but offensively, you know, is still growing. Al Kresge will step back in 0-1 the count. He started the double play in the top half of the inning. Off the bat of Favero. Pitch over for Cole, strike two. Perone, good outing against Cal. For the Cougars, uh, had a had a good outing against Utah also on last two, or this last Tuesday. As Alex kind of finding himself a little bit here late in the season, pitches up high for a ball one and two. 
Perone, no wins, no losses. ERA of an even three. Key to Alex is uh, just throwing strikes. Yeah, that's the number one rule right there. When he, when he's throwing strikes like he did against Cal, would he go seven innings in that game? You know, and uh, did a fantastic job keeping us in that game. Uh, but then in Utah, you know, he threw two really good innings and then fell apart towards the end there. So, pitch is grounded foul down the first base side, and the count remains at uh, one and two. Beautiful day here in San Francisco as we've had the entire weekend. A little breezy. Again, conditions today blowing out toward left field. Definitely a hitter's ballpark. Ball fouled up and out of play. Very short, hardly any foul ball territory here. Now there's some advantages to the pitchers. I think you're right on, you feel like you're right on top of the hitters with the crowd right on top. And I think that... uh, in some regards, helped the pitcher. There's a ground ball out to, had a funny spin on it. Casey Jacobson unable to make the play. Well, you could see that one spinning off the bat, and Jacobson just off of his glove. Normally, he makes that play every time. That'll be an error on Jacobson. Yeah, I mean, that ball spinning away from him, but notice from my view here, Casey looked up at the runner at the last second, and that little sidestep because of it, that side spin on the ball, kicked off his glove because he didn't watch it into his glove. Had plenty of time to make that throw. Looked ahead and it cost him an air. That will bring uh, Michael Perry to the plate. That's the first air of this series for BYU. Well, there might have been one other one. Yeah, I think there was yesterday one air. Cougars have played good defense throughout the year. And Perry steps in and he Hi. takes the pitch over for a strike. There was an error, but I can't remember where it was. Oh, it was the Clausen overthrew first right. down the right field line. That's That was the error. Couldn't remember. A 1-1 as uh, Perry steps back in. Quick throw to first base and the runner back in safely. Boy, Perry hit a ball yesterday that went a long ways. If there wasn't for that net, he'd probably still be going. He can really hit. Perry now with eight home runs on the year, 39 RBIs. And the pitch is a little bit off the plate. A ball and a strike to Michael Perry, senior out of Alameda, California. Carries a 345 average in there. And that pitches up high for a ball. He uh, has four hits and nine appearances at the plate here against BYU. And as Tuckett said, had the long home run here yesterday into the screen over the left field wall. It's been the definitely the toughest out for the Dons this weekend. 2-1 pitch. A little bit outside for ball three. Well, Perry's not a guy that strikes out a ton. Doesn't swing through and miss very often, so I wouldn't be surprised if they start to run her here. Three balls, one strike. Perone fires down low, ball four, so an error and a walk. 
And the Dons with runners at first and second base. And uh, Riley Helen, the catcher, will come up. Helen will step in. He's also had a good series. Three for six. Has three RBIs. Yeah, he had two big RBIs in a bases loaded situation where he fouled off like six pitches in a row yesterday against Inouye and then finally was able to sneak one through the middle of the infield for two ribbies. It's a tough out. He puts the ball in play. Helen, the junior out of uh, Camarillo, California, 6'1", 190, batting from the left side. And first pitch is up high, ball one. Alex Perone for the Cougars, 6'2", 175. And Las Vegas, pitched at College of Southern Idaho last year. And transferred to, to BYU, now playing as a junior. Perone's pitch, ball looped foul down the left field line. Kringlin going over, that'll land in the bullpen area of the Cougars. Cougars down the third baseline. And the Dons down the first base side. We are located right behind home plate here, about uh, 25 feet from the from home plate. So pretty good bird's eye view of the plate. Not as much of the right field corner. Can't see much of that, but interesting place to uh, broadcast a game from. Yeah, I kind of like it, though. Right down on the field, feel like you're part of it. Pitch gets away from Clausen, but uh, he knocked it down. And uh, runners were unable to advance. So two balls and a strike to uh, Riley Helland. Helland steps back in. And here is Perone's 2-1. Ball hit very well. Deep center field. Back goes McIntyre looking up. This ball is out of here. Three-run home run by Riley Helen, his second of the year, and that is a three-run shot. Puts the Dons on top here early. Yeah, that ball was absolutely tattooed. He hit that well just to the left of uh, the little high fence line home run area, just enough in the right center for a home run. And you get behind a good hitter like that, and you have to serve him up a fastball, and he was on time and put a good swing to it, and... Hey, Don's lead for the first time, I think, in the series. Huskerich yeah. now steps in. He's the DH. Senior out of Bakersfield. And the first pitch from Perone is outside ball one. All the Dons on one hit. They lead this one three to nothing. An error and a walk in front of the uh, home run. So the Cougars in a bit of a hole here early. Huskerich, uh, four home runs on the year, 33 RBIs. Popped up, out of play. Three thirty down the left field line, three hundred down the right field line, and then four oh five to straightaway center. Here in the ballpark, curveball just missed. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, you really have to earn a home run here in right field because of that high fence. This ball hit right at Anderson. Brennan's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. So two out. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, the uh, There's a ribbon on uh, the netting out there that goes about 35 feet above the fence. It's only 300 down the line, so to hit one out, you got to hit it high and deep. It's basically like hitting it at Fenway, right? Have to hit it above that line, just in the opposite side. First pitch over for a call or a swinging strike. Tell you what, the Cougars' offense has really uh, used that wall a lot to their liking this weekend. Yeah, they've hit one over the wall and had several into the netting for extra base hits. The hard part is you hit a line drive off that netting, and sometimes it's a single because it's so shallow. If it bounces right back to him, it's a single. Pitch is up high. And the count uh, now uh, one and two on the center fielder for the Dons. Curveball, swing and a miss. Ball uh, thrown down to first base by Clawson, and the Dons are retired, but not before they got three runs on one hit. One error. Nobody left. We're through one. Uh, Dons three, Cougars nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Keaton Kringlin steps up, and uh, Keaton grounds one out to the shortstop. Michael Perry makes the play, throws him out. So quickly, one man out here for the Cougars in the uh, top of the second inning. David Lawson now steps in. David, five hits in the first two games. And he hits one to Perry. Perry, the shortstop, gloves it and throws low. First baseman makes the play, digs it off the turf. Yeah, like I talked Came about, out. he's in there for his defense, and they, so far twice today he's made two really good plays. But talk about efficiency, two pitches, two outs. You'd like to see McIntyre take this pitch here. Mitch McIntyre will step in. He's uh, got one hit so far in the series. And Barossa's pitch is a line drive right at the second baseman. And the Cougars retired on three pitches here in the second. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through one and a half. Don's three, Cougars nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Don's will come up with uh, Jack Winkler, seventh hitter in the lineup. Third baseman, freshman out of Littleton, Colorado. He pops it up. Schneeman, the shortstop, coming in. And now he goes back out a couple of steps, makes the play for the out. Yeah, a lot of wind up there, and the ball was moving in the air. Good play by Schneeman to get behind that. Those are the hardest balls to catch because they just they last up there forever, and they always fall behind you, and it's hard to keep it in front of your face. Not easy plays. Cordero steps in. He is a uh, junior out of Santa Barbara. And the first pitch is a ball. Cougars won here Thursday afternoon by a score of 9-2 to two behind uh, Jordan Wood. Won uh, last night, uh, led the entire game, but it was a tight one. They won 9-7. Yeah, back and forth a little bit, you know. We'd go up, they'd come back. We'd go up, they'd come back. Good game. Here's the 1-1 ball hit pretty well. Back goes uh, Brock Hale in right. He is there and will make the catch for out number two. Aaron Ping now steps in. Ping looking for his first hit of the series. He is uh, 0 for 7 as he steps in. Senior out of San Diego, longtime player here for the Dons. 
So Ping will uh, come to the plate. Don's leading three to nothing. Cougars. Uh, Barone gave up the three-run home run in the first inning to Riley Helland. First pitch over for a strike. Well, you see it so many times, too. An error always leads to something. You know, rarely does an error not come back to bite you, and that one for for sure did. Curveball down a little bit. Yeah, there was an error and a walk uh, prior to the home run, so Don's was just one hit in the ball game, but they... Uh, Made the Cougars pay. Pitches over for call strike two, one and two. Ball and two strikes. There's a looper to center field. McIntyre came in a couple now, had to retreat a couple back and makes the play for the out. Great inning there. The Dons are retired, throwing an easy inning here. We're through two. Dawn's three Cougars, nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Casey Jacobson steps in, 1 1 count on the Cougar third baseman. Jacobson, a couple of hits in the series so far, and steps in for the first time here this afternoon. And Change up. Jacobson swings and misses a ball and two strikes. Cougars had a couple hits in the first inning before the ground ball off Favero's bat. There's a ground ball foul down the third baseline. Yeah, Casey's starting to Casey's starting to swing a little bit, but uh, basically been fastballs only. When he gets change ups and breaking balls, he's really struggled putting those in play but uh, he's really battling in there the last few weeks. One ball, two strikes. Orasa out of the windup, and that pitches up high. This kid uh, doesn't have the greatest control, as we've talked about, over 30 walks this year. As the Cougars, uh, Jacobson swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Second strikeout by Barasa, and that will bring uh, Kobe Kelton to the plate, the DH. Kobe, uh, 18 at-bats so far this year. has got the start in all three games here. As Coach Littlewood looking a little to the future here, trying to get him some at-bats and some experience. Barasa's first pitch, that ball is lined into uh, center field. Center fielder coming over, and he'll make the play for the out. Well, yeah, I mean, the DH has been the biggest problem in our lineup throughout the year. Really haven't found a guy that's really taken it over. So it's like, hey, give give the freshman, you, you gave him a shot to hit in say, at St. Mary's, and he, he had three hits, and it's like, all right, hey, how about you give the kid a shot here towards the end of the year and see what he can do to build off for next year. Two men out, and Anderson steps in. Brennan single on the first pitch of the ball game back in the first inning. Pitch to Anderson, not hit him, just uh, clipped him on the shoulder. So Brendan Anderson hit by a pitch, and that will bring Schneeman up. Another conference uh, action last night. Uh, Pepperdine did end up beating uh, St. Mary's 
And Santa Clara beat LMU. Pitches outside for a ball. Gonzaga beat New Mexico State in non-conference action. And San Diego beat Portland up in Portland uh, by a score. I believe of 9-4. Here's the one ball pitch to Daniel Sneeman. Pitches over for a strike. Good breaking ball. Really good 12-6. Sometimes it's tough to, to lay off that pitch, and, and sometimes you think, oh, that's way over my head, and then sharp breaker makes it tough to swing at. 1-1. One, one. Steeman pops it up. Shallow right field. Right fielder coming in. Uh, he'll make the catch. Uh, Jonathan Allen and the Cougars are retired here in the third. No runs, hits, no errors. One man left. We are through two and a half. Three-nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jonathan Allen, the hitter, lines one right field. That's going to be in up against the wall. Brock Hale picks it up and will return it in and hold him to a single. But Allen singles sharply his first hit of the series. And that will bring Jason Kresge to the plate. Kresge kind of nubbed one his last time up, and Casey Jacobson couldn't make the play at third base. And then a walk and then a home run, and that's where we stand. San Francisco leading BYU 3 to nothing. This Both teams now with two hits. Probably a good uh, opportunity for a bunt here in this situation. Kresge squares the bunt, bunts down the third baseline. It's a good bunt. Jacobson up with it, throws the first for the out. So good play by Jacobson, really good execution of a bunt by Kresge. And the Dons with a runner at second base. Which is good team baseball because now you put up your you have your three hole hitter who's your best player come to the plate and uh, now you know that if you pitch around him there's a guy that just hit a three run shot behind him so good baseball there by the Dons yeah three four five hitters for the Dons uh, very productive yeah very impressed with their approach and uh, oh, they're, the, they're the only ones in this lineup that have, have played every game. If the, Don, if the Dons lose this game, it's kind of do or die. They have no chance to get into the conference tournament. And this is their last West Coast Conference game. It is, uh, yeah. this, will, this will finish it up. They've got four non-conference games next week. So kind of do or die here for the Dons. You can kind of feel that coming out of the, you know, early in this game. Yeah, it really is. And they've been playing with a little bit of a, a pressure, you know, this whole weekend, trying to stay in the hunt. Here's the 1-0 pitch over for a strike. Ball and a strike to uh, Michael Perry. He uh, walked his last time up. Here is Perone. He's got the sign and the pitch. Curve ball down low for ball two. BYU leading the series with... uh, San Francisco overall, 17 wins, 12 losses, all-time against in baseball against the Dons. Cougars come in 21 and 24, and the Dons have dropped uh, below 500. They're now 25 and 26 on the year. Their ball hit right at Anderson. Second baseman will throw him out. Two men out. Runner advances a third base on the ground out, and that will bring uh, Riley Helland up. Uh, Helland uh, hit the three-run shot in the first. Helen will step in. He is a junior. 
316 average. Got a second home run of the year over the right center field wall up into the netting. And Perone will work from the windup with a runner at third. Depends on the situation. Depends on really the comfort of the pitcher, what yeah. he likes to do. And Alex uh, decides to come from the windup, and he throws a pretty good curveball over for a strike. Yeah, he's, he's better from the windup. He's more confident. So, hey, two outs, your game, do what you got to do. Here's the 0-1. It's just off the outside corner. I'll tell you one thing about this park. It's going to have to really hit the catcher and bounce side to side if you're going to score on a pass ball because it's just so close to the backstop. But there are some angles there. There is, you yeah. Know, that's, definitely I mean, kick the away. first third baseman, pitcher, yeah. you got to all be on high alert here. And it was even worse in the old ballpark here where there was about half this distance oh, to, wow. the, to the thing. So, I mean, you were taught first third baseman pitcher, if there's a pitch that gets away from the catcher, you're coming hard because uh, you might make a play. That's, yeah, there's a good chance of that. Well, you got him one two here. Now you got a couple pitches that you have to, to work with here to try to get him out without giving in. Ball and two strikes. Here is Perone from the windup. And the pitch, and that ball is gloved by Favero. Great play. Went over, Dove made the play on the line drive, and the Cougars get out of the jam here with a runner at third base. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through three complete now. 3 nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brock Hill, the hitter for the Cougars. 2-0 and all the count on Brock with Favero on deck. Hale steps in, and that pitch is up a little bit high. Brock has singled his first time up. That's his sixth hit in ten plate appearances in this series. As Hale takes a pitch over for a strike, and Brock just continues to play hard, hustle. I mean, he just uh, pretty phenomenal at Utah Tuesday. Basically manufactured run for the Cougars, if you remember. Yeah. Running the bases and hustling all the way. That pitch is... On the inside corner, strike two. Yeah, Brock's had a great year. It's a fun kid to watch. Fun kid to watch hit. Junior out of uh, Mesa, Arizona, and Hale to Hopper down to the third baseman. He's got to make a quick throw, and he got there for the out. So the Cougars, after the hits in the first inning, have been retired. And one base runner, that was uh, Anderson, who was hit by a pitch in the third. Other than that, uh, Landon Borossa has been in command. Uh, Borossa, six wins, four losses on the year, an ERA of 3.39. It's out of uh, Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, as uh, Favero swings and misses for a strike. Took an aggressive hack right there. He was trying to hit that over the, the big ribbon out there on that swing. Barossa, 85, 8 miles an hour. From our vantage point, it seems a little bit quicker just because it's right on top of you. Yeah. And the pitch to uh, Favero's over for a strike, 0 and 2. Keaton Kringlin is in the on deck circle. And here is Barossa's pitch. That's high and tight for ball one. Barossa has a little bit of a delay 
in his uh, windup as he comes up, kicks that leg up, and then just for a split second delays and then comes home. Just kind of gathers himself, picks up a little energy. And gather, yep. As Favero fouls that one off, a ball and two strikes. We are in the fourth inning. And the uh, Dons are up on the Cougars three to nothing. Both teams with two hits. Cougars uh, did commit the error, big error in the first inning that allowed uh, one of those three runs to score. And here is Barasa's pitch. That ball grounded down to Kresge. First baseman will throw to Barasa at the bag for the out. Two men out. And uh, Kringlin will step in. Keaton grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. Field here just like the Cougar field. Uh, the turf field except for the mound is dirt. Everything else is uh, synthetic turf. The uh, Dirt portion of the uh, field here, a little darker brown than the Cougars opted to go with. As Kringlin pops it up down the first baseline out of play. Yeah, and it's a different company they went with. They went with uh, AstroTurf. And uh, so you actually have the the dark color is actually a different textured type lowered than it is our, our field. So it, it plays a little different. Pitch is up high, ball one. Yeah, as you sit here and look at it, you can see the... The green part of the, the turf is uh, definitely raised a little more than than the uh, dirt portion. Greenland swings and misses. Can you tell a difference uh, as you're on it? And yeah, it's it's the it kids talk feel, about it, it feels harder, definitely harder. And you can tell that, especially when you guys are sliding, because it is harder. You know, they can really slide past a bag. One two pitch. Kringlin lines one into the left field corner. Left fielder over. Kringlin is around first base. He's going to second. And he will make it into second base. Stand-up double for Keaton Kringlin. He's noticing gonna, the ball. They're going to peel first right here. Seems to be a little bit quicker. Call it, the call is safe no, for they first base. No, they didn't make a call. It's because they haven't appealed correctly. You have to put the ball oh. back in play. Maybe and, the and first I, uh, and I was plate watch- umpire might be. Uh, and I was watching. It was really close. Was it? Yeah, it really was. So now they're going to appeal it as he'll step off, throw to first base. And he is called safe. That was so close. Kringlin with the double. And Clawson, the hitter. Cougar's trying to get on the board here. Two out RBIs are key in this game. Find a way to chip away at this lead would be a big confidence for the Cougs going forward in this game. Because momentum is everything in this game. Two men out. A man on for the Cougars. And the pitch to Clawson down low. Ball one. David grounded out to the shortstop his first time up there. We are in the top of the fourth. And the Dons leading uh, three to nothing. Got three in the first. As uh, David Clausen will step back in. Barasa from the stretch and the pitch. And Clausen hits the ball pretty well down the right field line. Right fielder coming over. He's going to get there and make the catch. 
for the out. So Clawson flies out. And the Cougars retired in the inning. No runs on one hit. We're through three and a half. Three-nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Puskrich will be the hitter for the Dons. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Puskrich, Jurovich, and uh, Winkler. Here's the first pitch from Alex Perrone, and that's up high, ball one. Perrone's given up only two hits, but he's behind here three to nothing. The ball hit uh, fly ball left field. Uh, Kringlin is there. He is under it, and he'll make the catch for the out. Jovetic will step in. Jovetic, a freshman out of uh, Missoula, Montana. Struck out his first time up. Big kid playing center field for the uh, Dons today. 6'4", You normally don't see center fielders quite that large, but the kid can run well. Yeah, he's a good little player. Jovetic, uh, as we mentioned uh, Big Sky, Montana, played at uh, Big Sky High School in Missoula. A ball and a strike. And here is Perrone's pitch, a swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes count. Perrone. The uh, junior out of Las Vegas, right-hander on the hill for the Cougars. And there's a pitch that's uh, caught. Well, they're going to say it did bounce. Try to, try to sell it there. I like it. Now Van Raphorst, third base umpire, made the call. And the count, uh, again, one and two. That pitch is up high. Two-two pitch from Perrone. Ball fouled off. Again, here with the shortness of this ballpark, uh, any foul ball hit straight back. Uh, umpire, hitter, catcher, all in fair t- or in uh, fair game for getting plunked. They really are. Two-two pitch, curveball. Jovich goes down on strikes. It's a really good pitch there by Perrone. Two men down, and uh, Jack Winkler, who popped up to the shortstop, Sneeman steps in. Winkler, another freshman. He's out of uh, Littleton, Colorado. A lot of seniors, a lot of freshmen in this uh, lineup for the Dons. And the first pitch, curveball over for a strike. Winkler, uh, two for nine now in the series against BYU. That's a curveball, a little bit low. Winkler's a good little third baseman, too. Plays good defense. Can cover a lot of ground. Breaking pitch over for a call strike. So a ball and two strikes to Jack Winkler. Three to nothing as we play the bottom of the fourth. There's a curveball fouled off. 
Perrone out of Las Vegas, an original commit to USD. And uh, left there after a semester, went up to a College of Southern Idaho. And now pitching for the Cougars. The pitch is fouled off. Off uh, Clausen's glove, and the count remains at a ball and two strikes. Yeah, he almost went to two West Coast Conference schools because then he almost went to Pepperdine. <laughs> so kind of an interesting story with him to get him to BYU. One-two pitch. Winkler goes down on strikes. Good two fastball. strikeouts by Perron in the inning. We're through four. Three-nothing. Dons over the Cougars on your BYU Newskin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on Newskin BYU Sports Network. Mitch McIntyre steps in. First pitch is outside to McIntyre. He lined out to the second baseman. Aaron Ping is first time up. Now on ball two. 2-0 the count on uh, the freshman out of uh, Stansbury High School. And there's a swing and a pitch fouled right back. Took a hack at that one. He gave it everything. You like to see that in 2-0 counts and hitters counts. McIntyre, swings. you know, probably hit the deepest ball in the ballpark the other day. Hit it right to the wall and center. And sea level here. That's uh, not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Also had a blast at Utah that went 420. That uh, Hit off the wall. Banged off the wall. Young man's got good power. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch is over for Cole, strike three. Big curveball that dropped in, and that will bring Jacobson to the plate. Casey Jacobson struck out his first time up there, and he lines one foul down the right field line. Had some uh, rowdies uh, up on the yeah. top rail here yesterday. I think they're back, uh, causing Cougars a little bit of grief. Yeah, they, they were having a good time yesterday. Here's the 0-1, and uh, Jacobson hammers one left fielder back a couple of steps. Uh, Cordero to make the play. Ball hit hard by Ander, or, uh, Jacobson. Yeah, it hit really well. Two men out. And that will bring to the plate uh, Colby Kelton. Kelton flew out to center field his first time up. Cougars no runs, three hits as uh, we are in the top of the fifth. Two men out, nobody on base. And the first pitch to Kelton outside, ball one. Kobe Kelton, a freshman out of uh, Round Rock, Texas. And Kelton... Fly ball, center fielder going back, looking up at the wall, and that ball is off the wall. Kelton around second base. He's going for third. Here comes the relay, and Kobe Kelton with a two-out triple. Wow, he hit that ball well, didn't he? Yes, he did. I mean, hit off the bottom of the wall at 4.05. Well, and if anything, the wind's not going to help you on that one. The wind's pushing the other way. Yeah. If anything, it probably helped it from going out. Probably had a shot to get out of here. Kelton with a triple. Cougars fourth base hit. Top of the order, Brennan Anderson steps in. Brennan is singled and been hit by a pitch in the game. 
And Barossa's first pitch is down low, ball one. Brandon Anderson, the senior. He's the captain out of uh, Draper, Utah. Second baseman been pretty much a fixture there for the last uh, four years as Anderson fouls that one off. Or six years, as we call it at BYU. I was going to say including the mission. Yeah. Or excluding the mission. Start kind of an off-and-on starter his freshman year and then came back as a sophomore and pretty much uh, solidified that position. Great young man. Pitches uh, fouled out of play again. A ball and two strikes. He'll go down as the first player that uh, Coach Littlewood's ever uh, recruited uh, to play for BYU. So this is the end of that era. Yeah. He's had a good career for the Cougs. Fantastic kid. Awesome family. Ball and two strikes. His dad in the ballpark. We saw him yesterday. Ball hit uh, down to the third baseman. He's got it. Throw to first in time for the out. Cougars retired here in the fifth. Kelton stranded at third base. We're through four and a half. Three nothing. Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. R.J. Cordero steps in. First pitch over for a strike. Cordero flew out to right fielder Brock Hill his uh, first time up. The 1-0 pitches, uh, or the 0-1 pitches up a little bit. A ball and a strike. Cougars uh, no runs, four hits. Don's three runs on two base hits. There's a ground ball. Anderson runs it down in shallow right field. Makes the play for the out. Both pitchers, very quick workers. Get on the mound, they're ready. I like that pace. That's As a defense, you absolutely love it. As a hitter, it's not your favorite, you know, but you got to go in there and get ready to go. And the only way to break up that pace is by doing what? We'll get on base. You get on base, he's got to slow down a little bit. Aaron Ping steps in. Ping flew out to center field his first time up, and the first pitch is over for a strike. A breezy day, sunny here in San Francisco, as we've seen the previous two days. The wind uh, here blowing pretty much across from right to left field. So if you hit the ball that way, you're going to get a little bit of a boost. One man out, one ball, one strike to count on Ping. He's the number nine hitter, and there's a ball hit down the third baseline. That might be extra bases. Kringlin over there. We'll pick it up, and Aaron Ping with a one-out double. Right down the line, Ping's first hit of the series. Yeah, good hit there by Ping. Got a hanging breaking ball and uh, pulled it right down the line where Jacobson couldn't get to it and got a double out of it. Top of the order, Jonathan Allen, who is in right field today. Left field the first couple of days, and they've got him in right today. Brady Bate, the young Spanish Fork uh, player, uh, started the first two games uh, on the bench today with the right-hander on the hill. As Jonathan Allen, one for two in the ball game, will step to the plate. The leadoff hitter for the Dons, and the first pitch is uh, a little bit low, ball one. Yeah, we've always pulled for Brady. We wanted him to do well. You know, obviously not against us, but throughout the year we've always wanted him to uh, to have some success here, being a local kid. 
One ball, no strikes. Pitch from Perone. A change, swing and a miss. A ball and a strike. Brady Bate, of course, Spanish Fork High, then went to uh, Mesa Community. And then ended up his career here in San Francisco. A ball and a strike. Ball grounded foul over near the Don dugout. Cougar uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood in his sixth year as the head man, assisted by Trent Pratt, Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas, and uh, director of baseball operations, Tuckett Slade, who's sitting here next to me. Have won the first two games of the series. A 1-2 pitch high and tight. And the count evens up at 2-2. Two and two. Another action uh, today in the conference. Ball uh, looped foul down the third baseline. Pepperdine St. Mary's no score through three. Loyola leading Santa Clara 1-0. That game in the top of the third. And then the other games, uh, night games tonight at Gonzaga and at Portland. Here's a 2-2 from Perone. It's just missed inside. Yeah, it really did just miss. Boy, Allen's gone way up on the bat, choking up. You don't see they choke up quite that much normally. You don't see, Two it, as strikes. Much. You don't see it as much anymore. used to be like the thing to do back in the day, but not so much anymore. Three balls and two strikes. And the pitch net hit him. Came in and got him on the right foot. He had a hit him right on that pad, I think. Pad, and I think that's where it got him. So runners at first and second base. And that will bring Jason Kresge to the plate, first baseman. Lawson going to go out. Can't like see the bullpen a, area to see is, if anyone is throwing. Yeah, Walker Sigmund I saw went out there earlier. Down there throwing. So Kresge will step in. He had a sacrifice bun his first time up there. Runners at first and second base. One man out. Bottom of the fifth. Don's trying to add to their lead. And the first pitch, a good fastball. Kresge a little tardy on the swing, and he misses. 0-1 the count. Michael Perry is on deck for the Dons. Yeah, as much as Kresge has struggled this year, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he bunted again just to give Perry a chance to hit two guys in instead of one with two outs. Pitch is a foul tipped out of uh, Clausen's glove. And the count uh, now 0-2 on uh, Jason Kresge. Junior out of uh, Clayton, California. Don's come in 14 wins, 12 losses. Cougars have really dealt a blow to their playoff chances. Well, there's a pitch that just missed outside. Pretty good pitch. That really was. Yeah, and the Dons in. have really got to win this one to have yeah, a chance. Dons came in with only the 10 losses in league, which puts them right in that hunt for that 2, 3, and 4 spot. 
after those two losses, they're uh, getting close to the outside looking in. Here's the one, two. Again, a pitch just off the plate, two and two. Kresge batting uh, from the left side. Was on by way of an error in the first inning. Came in to score on the uh, Helland uh, three-run home run. That's the only scoring of the ball game. 2-2 pitch. Kresge fouls that one off. Bounces back uh, right to uh, Peron. They'll change baseballs. Is there any documentation in that media guide that shows how high these tall nets are, how high they go up? I think they're 70. 70. I believe. Wow. The uh, ribbon's about 36 feet up. That's about halfway up in right field as Kresge fouls another pitch off. It's a really unique ballpark. I kind of like it. I really do. It's right here in the middle of the city. You wouldn't have any idea it's here unless, unless you roll up right to it. 2 balls, 2 strikes. And Perone from the stretch, here's the pitch. Fly ball. Kringlin moving over a little bit toward the line. He'll be there and make the catch for out number 2. And that'll bring uh, Perry to the plate with two men out. And runners at first and second base. It's a big matchup right here cuz this is who the Dons want up. He's a guy that can hit for power, hit for average. You're able to uh, get him out last time, but uh, you don't want to make a mistake right here. Perry walked in the first, grounded out in the third. And Perone's first pitch. Ball hit, line drive, left field. Kringlin up with it. Runner's going to try to score. Here comes the throw, and he will score as Perry... First pitch swinging. Yeah, that's what we talk about. Two it's out a hitting. Shot to left. Two out hitting with the best guy. He's dead red, waiting for that first pitch. Got it and did some damage with it, and they advanced their lead to four now. Four to nothing, and that will bring uh, Riley Helen to the plate. Another very good hitter, hitting in the cleanup spot. Had the three-run home run in the first. Lined out to Favero his last time up. Dons with three in the first. They've pushed one across here in the fifth. And Perone. First pitch to Helen. That ball's fouled down the first base side. I think we've seen three catchers behind the plate for the Dons in this yeah. series. It's we pretty amazing how many guys they've thrown back there. Yeah, we definitely have. Helen, uh, a good catcher and excellent hitter. Hitting uh, 316 coming in. And here is Perone's pitch over for a strike. So you got him where you want him right here. you got to find a way to put him away. Got to keep this game where it's at in reachable distance. Here's the two-strike pitch to Helen. He fouls it off. Good pitch there. And Helen just had to kind of flick his bat out there. 
stays alive. Oh and two, the count with uh, Allen at second base, Perry at first base. And Helen at the plate, and here's the pitch. Up high for ball one. Cougars will play Stanford on uh, Tuesday afternoon, 1 o'clock here Pacific time. We'll have that for you here on your BYU radio network and AM 960. For coming home for the final three against uh, Pacific. Next weekend in Provo, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday afternoon. We're still with a mathematical chance to make it into the tournament. They've got to win all four of their remaining conference games and, and have a little a bit of help. Of, get a lot, a of, lot help, of help. A lot of help, yeah. <laughs> Be a long shot at best. Yeah, same position the Dons are in as well. They need one game less help, but they still need a lot of help as well to get in. Ball in two strikes. Here is Perone's pitch. Fouled off again. Noah Hill seems to be the guy in the, the dugout that picks up all the foul balls <laughs> off the off the netting. Always bouncing around. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, there's only the one entrance for the players on the back end, and he's sitting in a bucket right there, so it's easy for him to bounce right out. Better be careful. He's in foul ball territory right there. Yeah. Ball and two strikes. Perone's pitch. Ball hit very well again. Deep right field. McIntyre going back, makes Ooh. the catch wow. right in front of the wall as Helen gave it a ride again. Yes, he did. Great swing there. Three men out. Don score one. They got that one run on two hits. No errors. Two runners left. We're through five complete. Four-nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Neiman steps in for the Cougars as we go to the sixth. First pitch is over for a strike. A couple of defensive changes. Tyler Villa-Arovo is brought into the ball game. He will be in center field. Brady Bate in right. Jonathan Allen moves from right field to left field. And Sneeman foul tips one back into the catcher's glove. 0-2 the count to the Cougar shortstop. Cougars down four to nothing as we start the sixth here in San Francisco. Cougars have scored 18 runs in the first two games. They won 9-2 and 9-7. Only four hits through five innings against uh, Borassa for the Dons. And there's a ball hit. Kresge, the first baseman's got it. He'll shovel the ball over to Borassa for out number one. That'll bring uh, Brock Hill to the plate. Hill steps in. He singled in the first, grounded out uh, to the third baseman in the fourth inning. Umpire had to call time there. He's trying to quick pitch, really trying to go fast now. He's feeling it and wants to go on the mound and go. Here's Boras's first pitch to Brock Hill inside ball one. Brock Hill 
the junior out of Mesa. Came into the ballgame leading the Cougars with a 3.46 average. That pitches up high. Two balls, no strikes. Seems a lot firmer than 88 from this point of view. Seems like it's really jumping out of his hand. Here's the 2-0. That's over for a strike. Yeah, of all the, the three starters, this is the guy that you thought you could probably get to a little quicker. But uh, Barasa has thrown a fine game today as a swing and a miss by uh, Brock Hill out of the zone. And he's counts even up at two balls and two strikes. That's the funny thing about this game, on any given day, you can have your good stuff and your bad stuff. And he's got some good stuff going right now. Here's the 2-2, just off the plate for a ball. Three and to the count. Favero is on deck. He'll be followed by Kringlin. Cougars with four hits. They got two of those hits in the first inning. They doubled in the fourth and then a triple by Kelton. There's a slow roller. Third baseman's got it. Got to make a quick throw to first, and he is on the bag for the out. Hale tripped over the bag at first base. He was coming hard down the line, and the first baseman had to come over into foul territory, kind of in front of Brock, and I think that's uh, what forced Brock to go down. Yeah, I think he might have hit his foot as he hit the base because he had to come across the bag to make that play. Good play by the first baseman. Two men out, and Favero steps in. Nate Favero is uh, 0 for 2. Granted, in with double play in the first. Grounded out to the first baseman his last time up. And the first pitch to Nate's down low, ball one. Favero, left-hander, hammers one. That ball is going to... Being a right field base hit off the wall. Favero's going for two. Here comes a throw from Bate, and Nate Favero slides in safely. Favero going in head first. Pretty aggressive play there, down four to nothing. Two men out, but wanted to get himself in scoring position, and Nate Favero continues swing the bat very well. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take a chance, it's going to take a chance with two to get to second because that's where they you want to be to give yourself a chance to get an RBI. But, man, that was a close play, and he ran hard and hit that ball almost too hard to where he couldn't yeah. get the double out of it. It shifted over on Favero, but he hit the ball so hard he hit it past Ping, who was in shallow right field, and got to that short porch out there in right. Bate played it perfectly off the wall. And made a great throw. Two men out. Kringlin steps in now with a runner in scoring position. Look in those two-out RBI situations. Cougars have had runners in scoring position in the first, the fourth, the fifth, and again here in the sixth. They just need to come through with a base hit here. And Keaton swings and misses for a strike. No balls and a strike to the Cougar left fielder, Kringlin, junior out of Cedar City. Pitches off the plate. Ball and a strike to Kringlin. We have two men out. Borossa from the stretch. Here's the pitch to Casey. A 
Big curveball. Spiked it right at the plate. Kringlin swung at it. And he's behind in the count, a ball and two strikes. Yeah, real sharp breaking ball there for Barasa. Fooled Keaton. See if he can make an adjustment right here and uh, put a ball in play. Shortstop's really playing over in that six hole. A lot of space yeah. up the middle. Really playing Kringlin to, to pull a baseball. Yeah. One ball and two strikes. And here is Boras's pitch. Kringlin swings and misses at a pitch out of the zone, up high. And the Cougars retired again here in the sixth. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We are through. Five and a half, four nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Dons will come to the plate here, bottom of the six. They lead four to nothing over the Cougars. Puskerich steps in and swings and misses for strike one. Dons with uh, three runs in the first, one more in the fifth. They got four runs on four base hits. And that ball's fouled up and out of play. Brady Bate is uh, on deck. Bate took over in right field in the last inning. And the pitch is up high, one ball and two strikes to Puskarich. He's 0 for 2 today. Curveball just missed. Yeah, good breaking ball right there. I thought he'd wave wave at that for a strikeout, but good job taking that. Perone from the windup, 2-2. Ball fouled out of play. There was an error in the first inning. After one man was out, uh, Casey Jacobson on a little squibber. Usually makes that play every time. Couldn't make the play. Then the walk to Perry and then the Helen home run. So they got three runs on one hit in the first. He scored a run on two base hits in the fifth. And this has been the only run scored in the ball game. Here's Perone's 3-2 pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Kale going back and right. He is there. And he'll make the catch for out number one. Good job there by Perone to pound the zone and and make them earn it, you know. Perone's look good. I mean, you know, uh, just that first inning, I mean, the air, then the walk, and then he left one up to Helen, who's yeah. really been swinging the bat well the whole series. Yeah. Helen made him pay. Yep. Brady That's Bates steps in. Bates' uh, first appearance today. Bates was uh, two for three in game one and uh, was one for five yesterday. So he's got three hits. As we mentioned earlier, Bates, a young man out of Spanish Fork High School. Pitches down low, ball two. Brady Bate uh, wore number eight on the back of that uh, Don jersey. He's got uh, batting from the right side. Pitches popped up. Playable Casey Jacobson coming in, third base, over near the Cougar dugout. And Casey makes the play. Oh, Boy, man. battling the, the wind and the sun there. And did a little bit of a circle route that made the play. Yes, he did. The double <laughs> circle route with a, with a, a, with figure a twist eight, with a figure eight in there. <laughs> 
And man, the, <laughs> hey, great job though to stay with that because that's not easy. You know, overran it, fighting the elements, and was still able to well, dive backwards and catch that. Well, you know, I'll guarantee in this ballpark with this wind, oh, do you yeah. see a pop-up go up in the infield? There's not a whole lot of guys that are going to say, I got it. There's a ground ball right to Sneeman, and the uh, Dons retired in order here in the sixth inning. Dons leading 4 to nothing after 6 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. David Lawson steps in, swings at the first pitch. For strike one, Clawson 0 for 2 today. Pitch is a little bit low. One ball and one strike. Ed Clawson is grounded out in the second. Flew out to right field in the fourth with a guy in scoring position. Clawson swings and misses at a pitch out of the zone. So David Dick down in the count, a ball and two strikes. Cougars won game one here by a score of 9-2. They banged out 18 base hits. Pitches up high, 2-2. Two and two. Came back yesterday with a 9-7 uh, to victory. Cougars uh, with uh, 11 base hits in that game. Barasa's pitch is down low for ball three. Well. Got to get a leadoff batter on. Really only patted on one time, right? That was the yep. first. First inning, Anderson single. Cougars have had guys in scoring position in four of the innings, and there's a ground ball right at Kresge, the first baseman. He's got it. He'll step on the back for the out. One man out, and that will bring uh, Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre will step in. He's 0 for 2. He lined out and struck out looking. And McIntyre pop up down the left field line. Shortstop left fielder coming in. And the left fielder, uh, Jonathan Allen, makes the play for the out. So quickly. That's 78 pitches now. Only 78 here. He's cruising. He's in the seventh inning. And the Cougars just unable to figure Borossa out. Well, this is where we'll get a two-out double right here. You know, we've seen it like three times in a row. First pitch to Jacobson. Squared the bunt. Took the pitch a curveball over for a strike. Casey Jacobson, the uh, junior out of Flower Mound, Texas. All for two today, and that ball's fouled straight back. No balls and two strikes. Fans right on top of the field. They really are. It makes for kind of a fun environment. It really does. Right behind home plate. You're probably literally 30 feet from uh, home plate. I would love about it if I was About 12 feet up. Here is the 0-2. Jacobson lines one foul down the first base side. BYU uh, 21 and 24 on the year. 
And here's the pitch to Jacobson. He swings and misses, goes down on strikes for the second time in the ballgame. Cougars retired in order here in the seventh. 4 nothing. Don's leading on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Villa Roman steps in for his first at-bat, and that ball hit him on the elbow. So Villa Roman down to first base to lead off the seventh inning as he's hit by a pitch. That'll bring Aaron Ping to the plate. Probably a bunt situation here. Yeah, it definitely would be. You just want to keep adding on. Number nine hitter, kid hitting about 200 on the year. You just want to get guys in scoring position. And you got the your best players coming up next with the top of your order. So, Ping steps and bunts the ball. Only play for uh, Perone is the first base, so the sacrifice. Good execution there by Ping. Runner now in scoring position at second base. One man out. And Jonathan Allen will come up. Allen uh, has uh, grounded out, singled, and been hit by a pitch. Got plunked right on that uh, right leg. The sound of it, though, I I think he got hit more in the the brace than it was his foot. Because if he didn't have that brace, it... Hurt really bad. Funny thing, he's got that brace on to protect himself from a foul tip, foul tip off, yeah. the, off the bat. And it uh, did well to protect him from the pitch ball. Because there's nothing worse than getting hit in the ankles. No fun. First pitch is outside ball one. They just don't have any padding there, you know. Cougars have, uh, looks like, uh, looks like Sudreth is now throwing. It, it is, yeah. 43. It's been a while since we've seen Jake. Pitch gets away from Clausen, and the runner will move up to third base. So the Cougars are going to be forced to bring the infield in here with uh, down by four here late in this contest. That's the best time to hit as a hitter. You love this situation. 2-0 count, runner on third, infield in. I mean... Should be an RBI. First pitch to, or next pitch is outside for ball three. Jonathan Allen steps back in, 3-0 pitch, up high, ball four. So a hit batter and a walk, and the Dons have runners at first and third base. And Jason Kresge will be the hitter. He's a guy that uh, can strike out, and uh, but he also can run. You wouldn't, you don't love bunning with the left-hander with a runner on no. third in a squeeze situation because they can, uh, you know, pitch out. See it. Yep. But you could do a safety here and see if you could push it towards first and score. A lot of options though. Mike Littlewood now out. And we are going to have a pitching change. The lefty will be brought in. And we'll be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Kenny signs on for the Cougars. The left-hander signs uh, one win, three losses on the year, 24 innings pitched, 22 strikeouts. Kenny's uh, shown some signs of of life and improvement here these last uh, couple of weeks. He's thrown much better. So signs into the ballgame, runners at first and third. He will face the lefty, Jason Kresge. Kresge will step in. Jonathan Allen is at third, at uh, first base, and uh, Villaroma is at third base, and he scored the bunt, took the pitch uh, down low for ball one. Yeah, I really thought I'd see that as well. Wouldn't be surprised if he does it again. Signs has battled with his uh, command this year of the strike zone. Squares the bunt, bunts down the first base side, only play to first base. Anderson there. Great job. So the safety squeeze, perfect bunt yeah, by Kresge. And very, the Dons lead 5 well. nothing. Very well executed right there. Picks up the RBI, his first RBI of the year for Kresge. As, he, as we'd mentioned, only 17 at-bats coming into the ball game. Not sure if he's battled injury or what, but... Uh, Good player. As you mentioned, very good defensive player. Yeah, I mean, only has four hits on the year, but done everything they asked for defensively. Michael Perry now steps in with a runner at second base, and the pitch to Perry is uh, down low for a ball. Once the ball got past the pitcher on the bunt, you knew the runner was going to score. Good job by Anderson to get to the bag at first base. Uh, Favero had to make the play. To get the out. And there's a pitch from Signs. It's outside for ball two. Kenny Signs, Jr. out of Corpus Christi, Texas. A transfer out of the University of Oklahoma. Pitch, fly ball. Anderson, second baseman, going out. Battling the, sun, uh, the wind and the sun, and that ball's going to drop. You can see Anderson coming out, Hale coming in, and uh, Anderson, the wind taking it, just didn't have a chance to pick the ball up. Yeah, this hit kind of that no man's land. He went after it hard, just uh, it kept pushing away from him. And Brock was way too, he was too deep up on that yep. wall that couldn't get there in time. Tough break there. But sometimes when you got things going your way, it goes your way. Six to nothing now as the Dons score another one. See what they're, I would guess you got to call out a double. Yeah. There has not been, or there's one hit in this inning, and the Dons have scored two. A hit batter and a walk. Sacrifice on the squeeze, and then the uh, sun win double, whatever you want to call it. And uh, Helen uh, swings and misses. Riley Helen, a switch hitter, batting from the right side now with uh, signs out there. He homered in the first, lined out in the third, and then hit the ball to the base of the wall in center field in the fifth. Pitch from Signs is fouled off. Usually uh, switch hitters have a little better power from the left side because that's uh, where they get most of their at-bats. Yep. Yeah, he's definitely a better hitter from the left side. No question about that. 
Well, the Dons lost the first two, but they're in command here, up six to nothing over BYU. Both teams with five hits. As the Dons have taken advantage of every walk batter and yes, they have. man that's been hit by a pitch and uh, scored runs. Pitches off the plate, a ball and two strikes. Helland, a junior out of Camarillo. One for three today, but he's hit the ball hard three times. Signs pitch. That's off the plate. Two balls and two strikes. The Dons with three in the first, one in the fifth, two more here in the seventh. As they are blanking the Cougars six to nothing. And here signs his pitch. That's outside again for ball three. On deck, uh, Piscarich, the DH. And here is signs with the pitch is fouled off. He battles up there, man. He really does. He's a tough out. Doesn't swing and miss very often, especially with two strikes. You've just seen him this whole series just really fight to uh, foul off good pitches and and get pitches to hit and put damage to him. Again, three and two. Here's the pitch. Down low, ball four. That'll bring... Up the DH for the Dons. Puskarich will step in. He's 0 for 3 today. Grounded out to Anderson in the first. Flew to Kringlin in left in the fourth. And to Hill in right field in the sixth. As Puskarich will step to the plate. Came in hitting at uh, 251. Does have four home runs on the year. And first pitch from Sines is outside ball one. Like Kenny just really having a hard time throwing that uh, curveball anywhere near the zone. Yeah, it hasn't been close. You can tell he doesn't have a feel for it. Here's the 1-0. That's off the plate for ball two. Cougars have Sudrath ready. He's been down throwing. Another right-hander due up next in uh, Brady Bate. And here's the 2-0. Ball hit pretty well. McIntyre in center field will get there, and he will make the catch for the out. Dons with two more runs in the inning on just one hit. No errors. Two runners left. We are through seven complete. Six-nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Kobe Kelton will lead it off for the Cougars. We go to the eighth inning. Kelton is uh, one for two, tripled his last time up off the base of the wall in center field. Kelton takes that pitch over. Now a ball and two strikes to the freshman. 
How about the story of this game, Landon Barossa? His, he is uh, limited the Cougars to five hits, no runs through seven innings. Pitched Kelton a little one hopper. Third baseman's got it. Winkler, he'll throw him out. Well, and, you know, Perone only gave up the five hits, but he had the uh, multiple walks. Hit, uh, hit by pitch and walks that really turned into there, you know, and the one mistake in the first inning off the air that, you know, turned into three runs. But uh, the difference is this, the Cougs have not turned their five hits into anything. Four, only four strikeouts by Barossa through seven plus. It's only given up one free base though, yeah. right? Yeah, the ball. Uh, Brennan Anderson was hit by a pitch back in the third inning. Yeah, that's the only free that's base. It. Yeah. And this is a kid that came in uh, had uh, walked quite a few guys during the year. Pitches down low for a ball. Barasa in 69 innings had 31 base on balls and only 48 strikeouts. So certainly uh, probably his best outing of the year, it looks like, as he has uh, thrown great for seven. Ball and a strike to Anderson. As the Cougars, who uh, seemed in the first couple of games to have really kind of broken out and um, had much to feel like last year, have have been shut down by the right-hander Barasa here today. Barasa is a junior out of uh, Lethbridge, Canada. It's one of those days where he's got your number today. 2-1 2-1 pitch down, low ball three. We've put some good swings on him. We've, you know, hit three extra base hits. Just uh, haven't had a timely hit, which yeah, we, has kind of been our season. Four of the seven innings, we've had guys in scoring position, but just been able to move them around. The ball hit down to the third baseman, uh, Winkler. He throws the first for the out. So another put out by the third baseman, uh, Winkler, and that will bring Schneeman up. Boy, as an intro, you got to love playing on these fields. Oh, I mean, every yeah, hop yeah. is true. True, true hop. <laughs> You're not waiting for something to come up and hit you. Or... Yep. Got to love it as an infielder. First pitch over for a strike. Same kind of field they have up in Portland uh, now. Cougars have it. Ball hit. This one right to the first baseman. Kresge, he's got it. He'll step on the bag for the out. And the Cougars retired in order here. 6-0. Don's over BYU as we go to the bottom of the eighth on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Jake Sedroth into the ballgame for the Cougars as we go to the bottom of the eighth. Don's in complete control of this one. 6-0 over BYU. Only 10 hits in the game, five by each team in a, under two hours right now as we play the bottom of the eighth. And uh, BYU just unable to figure out the pitcher for the Dons, Landon Barasa. Six wins on the year for Barasa against four losses. And now Jake Sudruth on the hill. And Brady Bate will lead it off for San Francisco. Bate won it bad. He hopped up to the third baseman, Casey Jacobson. Right, let's go. 
And here's Jake's first pitch. Curveball just missed outside for ball one. Bate Winkler and uh, Villa Roma, the three scheduled hitters for the Dons here in the eighth. There's a line shot in front of the McIntyre for the Cougars. Base hit by Bate. So Bates singles, and that will bring up uh, Jack Winkler. Good swing there by Bate. Hard line drive right back up the middle on an elevated pitch by Sudrick. Eight. Uh, Winkler 0 for 3 today. As he steps in, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Winkler... Uh, 62180 Littleton Colorado product which is over for a strike I always thought Colorado would be a good place to recruit just because of the lack of division 1 baseball programs yeah. there's only one Air Force they only have the one have a lot of D2 schools yeah a ton of D school two two, two and and JC's, schools right yeah. but like you said only the one actually two there is two I forgot about Northern then, Colorado. Northern Colorado, that's yeah, right. I forgot about them. Yep. But an opportunity, pretty big state, good population. I'm yeah. sure good baseball players coming out. Yeah, they have some great baseball players. Ball and two strikes. And here is Sudworth pitch. Ball hit right back to Sudworth. Throw to second for one. Re- no. Nope. The ball just... Uh, He's out at second base, and uh, Schneeman just had a hard time getting that ball out of his glove. So one man out. Winkler on in the fielder's choice. I thought they probably could have turned two with uh, yeah. the arm of Schneeman. Definitely could have, but uh, kind of lost it on the transfer. Tough to catch Sudrath. I think that ball was slicing away Kinda, from him. Well, I almost threw him a change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he wanted to make sure that he caught that yeah. ball first, which is a smart play, but couldn't get out of his glove quick enough and kind of bobbled it. Villa Roma got things started off in the seventh as he was hit by a pitch and came in to score. He steps in for the second time in the game, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Did Colorado State ever have baseball? Yes, they did. They did at yep. one point? I know Wyoming used to. Wyoming and Colorado State. Colorado State dropped theirs before Wyoming okay. did. As far as I know, University of Colorado, I don't ever remember them. I'm sure they did at some point, but it's been a long, long time ago. Wyoming, I think, dropped their program like mid-90s. Okay. Colorado State was before that. I started doing broadcasts in 91 and never went to Fort Collins to do a baseball game. Okay. So they had dropped it before 91. Well, lucky you, right? <laughs> well, it was one of the better days of my life when Wyoming dropped. I yeah, know that. for sure. For sure. <laughs> Two old pitches outside. Nothing against uh, Wyoming. But, uh, boy, in the spring in Laramie, uh, you Not just fun. never knew. You never knew. And nowadays, with the technology of the fields, they probably could be, you know, more playable yeah. than they were back then. But still, even if the field's playable, it's not so fun to play in those temperatures. Three balls and no strikes. And that pitch is inside ball four. So, a four-pitch walk. The Dons with runners at first and second. And that'll bring up Aaron Ping. 
Well, looking for a little ground ball double play right here. Get you out of this. Ping runs well. As Aaron Ping comes to the plate. Here's Sudra's first pitch, fouled straight back. I tell you, the Dons are ultra aggressive. If you look at their percentages, they as a team, like it's like 68 to 70 percent of the time they swing first at, pitch. at the first two pitches wow. of an at bat. They want to get out there and, and swing early. Team that uh, came in hitting at 260. So about middle of the conference. Uh, Cougars leading the conference, uh, hitting 280 as a team. Don's a very good defensive team, as we've seen throughout this series. And uh, have a team ERA under four. Ball fouled off again. Off the screen. Which just shows you how down the league is offensively because we're we're, we're 280 and leading the league when we've been leading the league the last five years and it's always been above 300. And and, and everyone everyone else is in the 280, 285 range. So definitely a down offensive year. A lot of teams that are basically about the same. Every single team is about the same. The ball's two strikes. Swing and a miss. Good pitch by Sudworth. Gets the strikeout. Really good pitch. Top of the order, Jonathan Allen will step in. And, you know, I think the team, I think the overall conference is down in real quality pitching. I mean, yeah. your number one guys yeah. that have number been, ones you know, are good, yeah. Yeah, first round, second round, third round yeah. picks. Yeah, that's true. Definitely offensively, though. Yeah. I mean, but you're right about that. I mean, which is interesting because you would think if the, if the pitching's down, you'd have better hitting, offense, right. but it hasn't been that way throughout the board. There's a one-hopper out to Jacobson. He'll grab it. He'll throw to first base for the out, and the Dons are retired here. In the eighth, we'll go to the ninth. Six-nothing Dons over the Cougars on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. Hey, BYU Baseball fans, you are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brett Norton. Go Cougs. Raquel steps up, ground ball up the middle, shortstop gloves it. But the throw to first, not in time. So Brock picks up the sixth hit for the Cougars to lead off the uh, ninth inning. Well, never too late for a rally here. No. The Cougars need one. They're three outs away from a, a loss here if they don't uh, put six runs on the board. You know, we've seen a little bit of everything this year. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that was the, what was to occur. Barasa looking for a complete game victory as he's on the hill. And the pitch to Favero is down low, ball one. Want to know the count. Barasa does not have a complete game this year. And Favero with a 1-0 count. Here is Barasa's pitch. That's down low, ball two. Still way below the pitch count. What was he, about 78 in the seventh? He had a pretty easy eighth inning. Uh, So he's well below 100 pitches. Yeah, it definitely is. Two and all the count. And that ball is hit into right field base hit. Back-to-back hits by the Cougars. That's Nate's uh, second hit. 
of the afternoon. Favero now nine hits in uh, 13 at-bats in this series. He's got a legit shot of being uh, player of the week this this week. That was his 97th pitch right there. So they want to get him this shutout, but at the end of the day, you don't want to – it's not that important when it comes to to winning the game. So you know you're going to have a guy in the pen. You can't see their bullpen, so you have no idea what's going on down there, but you assume something's going on. Kringlin steps in, and Keaton swings at a pitch again like the last one up and out of the zone. Yeah. Keaton went after it. I don't know why he's so aggressive on that pitch up and away. It's it's a definite ball that he's swinging through. Owen won the count to Kringlin. He doubled in the fourth. And he fouls that pitch off. That's a better swing. That's a strike. It's all about swinging at pitches in the zone. Well, the Cougars start the ninth with uh, back-to-back singles, Hale and Favero. They've now hit the Don, out hit the Don seven to six. But the Don six runs on six hits. England takes that pitch just off the plate for a ball. We talked about it a few innings ago that the biggest difference is the Dons have capitalized on, you know, the free bases where the Cougs have only been allowed one free base, and that's been the difference. Here's the one-two. Ball fouled up and out of play again off the first base side. Betty comes with that breaking ball right here. He's had it going today. It's a good 12-6 curveball. Hill at second, Favero at first. One and two the count to Kringlin. And the pitch is down low for ball two. He's going to change up right there on that one. Good take there by Kringlin. Dave Clausen on deck and then uh, McIntyre for the Cougars as they try to mount a rally here in the uh, ninth. And Barras' pitch is outside again for ball three. He's got to come at him right here. Most likely you're going to see a fastball. Just need to have Keaton, you know, swinging a fastball that's in the zone strike. Yeah, I mean, hey, if they're going to give you a walk, you take it. Three balls, two strikes. Landon Borassa. Here's the pitch. Ringland, a little looper, right field. That will be caught by the right fielder, Bate. Runners will not be able to advance. Again, that pitch looked like it might have been up yeah, a little I bit. I think that was going to be up and in for ball four. Big out right there for Borassa. Now uh, Clausen steps in. David 0 for 3 today. He has uh, grounded out twice and uh, flown out to right field. Clausen trying to Keep the inning going. First pitch is up high, ball one. David Clawson batting from the left side. We'll step back in, and that pitch is a strike at the knees. That was his pitch right there. That's a ball I've seen Dave really hammer in his career. 
Left-handers can uh, love that. Love that low strike. Especially this ballpark, only yeah. 300 down the line. And here's the 1-1 to Clawson. Ball fouled up and out of play. So a ball and two strikes to Clawson. Morasa. Here's the pitch. That's outside. Count evens up at two and two. Hale, huge lead at second base. Shortstop came in behind him. Yeah, he could have picked him right yeah, there. He Hale, definitely Hale didn't realize he was behind him. But I think Landon's just saying, hey, this is my game. I'm, I'm looking at the batter. Yeah. He wasn't even looking. Two balls, two strikes. There goes Hale, and the ball's fouled off. Hale had such a huge lead that he decided to go. Well, the pitcher, like I said, has been so locked in. He hasn't even, the last four pitches, he hasn't even looked back to second. So that's why Hale timed that. We've got a battle here, Dave. Find a way on. Get the next guy up. Two balls, two strikes. And Barras's pitch. That's outside ball three. Well, the coup definitely making Barasa work here in the ninth. Yes, they are. Not making this uh, complete game shutout t- easy. T- toughest, uh, by far the toughest inning of the afternoon for Barasa. A lot of deep counts, a couple of base hits. And now Clausen, uh, timeout at the plate. Three and two. Clausen set at the plate. Here's the pitch. Fouled straight back again. Good healthy swing right there. Not sure how many balls you go through. Not very many in this ballpark. <laughs> they just brought the umpire out. First time he's ever had to reload the yeah, whole game. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Everything stays in the park. Hard to hit it out with these nets. Self-contained ballpark, we call it. Yeah. Located here in San Francisco. Don't want any ball uh, getting out. Foul ball or any other. As that ball's hammered right center field. That ball is going to get bit through. All the way to the wall. Here comes Hale. Favero right behind him. And Clausen with a double. And the Cougars are on the board. 6-2 to two now the score. As Dave Clausen with a out two RBI double. Yeah, great swing right there. Got a fastball up that uh, got a good piece out of it. Got a nice little double there. And uh, Favero was close there at the plate, but definitely... You know, a nice way to just fight, 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 yep. fight. If you're going to go down you're going to lose, you're going to go down fighting. And so far in this ninth, like you said, they, they made it tough on Landon. And, you know, he's, he's going to be frustrated. He's throwing a fantastic game. But now giving up those two runs here, he's going to get uh, replaced. And he's going to be frustrated like, man, I couldn't do it. I had the complete game shut out in the, intact and couldn't hold on. 
Yeah, Bross did a great job. I knew we were leaving into the ball game. Let's take a 60-second break. Be back with more New Skin BYU Sports Network baseball. Grant Goodman, the right-hander on in relief. Goodman, uh, one win, no losses on the year. He's got a couple of saves this year for the Dons. 6.26 uh, earned run average for uh, Goodman. He's on in relief of uh, Landon Barasa, who went eight and a third, gave up uh, two runs, eight hits, and uh, did a great job he for the Dons. He did a great job, and, yeah, uh, he really did. Got to give the Cougars credit, three hits here in the ninth. They're battling. Yep. Uh, you know, they're not going down easy. As Fighting. Good at bat right there by Clausen, doubled in a couple. Now McIntyre steps in against uh, Grant Goodman. How many walks does Goodman have? Does it say on there? Yes, it does. Uh, Goodman with 14 walks and 23 innings, okay. 21 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 300 off the right-handed. He's a senior out of uh, Burlingame, California, and the first pitch is outside ball one. McIntyre batting from the left side. Here's Goodman's pitch, and that is over for a strike, one and one. Yeah, it's close. Definitely the pitcher's pitch right there. Mitch McIntyre wearing number six on the back of that Cougar jersey. Steps back in. Here's the 1-1. One, one. McIntyre fouls it back over near the dugout of the Dons down the first base side. Well, you're just looking at trying to get on base right here. Extend the inning, get on base, get the next guy up so that you get closer to the tie and run getting to the plate. Any way you can extend the inning here yeah. is uh, on base. McIntyre steps back. Here's Goodman's pitch, and McIntyre fouls pitch. that one off of Helen, the catcher. That's no fun for a catcher. A little changeup that McIntyre just got a piece of. Just got a piece of. Looked like I got him maybe up in the upper leg. Umpire giving him a little time as McIntyre with a uh, one-two count on him will uh, step back in. Clawson at second base, and McIntyre fouls this one off. Good fastball right there at 91. Just keep battling the fight and see what can happen. I've seen crazier things happen. McIntyre looking for his first hit of the day. He's 0 for 3. Curveball spiked it in the turf well in front of the plate. Well, it bounced high enough to be a strike on the bounce. (laughs) About knee high. Helen took it on the short hop. Two balls, two strikes, wind continuing to gust here out toward left field. And Goodman's pitch, ball hit hard, shortstop gloves it. He's going to throw to third, and everybody's going to be safe. The ball came out of the third baseman's glove. Wow. Boy, a break right there. Clawson went on it, shouldn't have gone on it. The shortstop had to go deep into the hole. So lucky there because there's no reason for Dave to go there. His run means nothing. And he was diving on the ground and had to get up and make a throw to first to get McIntyre, which would be tough to do. 
And luckily, you know, the third baseman doesn't hold on to it, and Dave's safe because, man, I know Coach is over there looking at like uh, he's giving him a talking about that. He's not happy. But, uh, hey, a fortunate bounce there. Fielder's choice ruled. So runners now at the corners, and Casey Jacobson steps in in the first pitch. Good fastball there. Over for a strike. We talked about just getting the next guy up, and you've got a chance where your tie-in run is on deck. So find a way to get on and make things really interesting. Here's the 0-1. Jacobson fouls it off. Well, Goodman a fastball pitcher. Jacobson a fastball hitter. Yeah. Pretty good matchup right here. Hasn't thrown that breaking ball yet for a strike, but I wouldn't be surprised if he still throws it here because Casey's been known to swing at that curveball in the dirt. But if he gets a fastball here, I like Casey's chances of doing some damage. No balls, two strikes to Casey Jacobson. Goodman on the hill. Here's the pitch, and Jacobson takes a strike three call on the outside corner. That looked like a good pitch from here. Casey's not liking it, but uh, too close to take in this situation. you got to foul that pitch off. Two men out. Kelton steps in. Kobe um, is one for three, tripled back in the fifth inning. And here is Goodman's Ooh. pitch high and tight. Back Kelton up. Good yes, job by Helen to even make the catch of that pitch. I don't know how he held on, held on to that. That was over Kobe's head. Well, you can imagine Goodman, the senior, pretty amped up out there. His last West Coast Conference a regular season game anyway as Kelton fouls it off. Runner was moving. Uh, McIntyre on the pitch. Yeah, nobody's holding him on. First base is playing way back. But, uh, these pop flies it. Because of where we're at, you cannot see at all yeah. where they're at. And the fielders are having a hard time seeing them, yeah, too. for sure. Very high sky, uh, not a cloud in the sky here, and very windy. Tough to field uh, one of those. A runner going, there's a curveball that drops in for a strike. They give McIntyre second base. And now Kelton will step back in with a 1-2 count. Well, again, just find a way to get the next guy up here. Put a ball in play and see what can happen. Here's Goodman, looks in, here's the pitch. Down low, two and two. Well, not too many fans in the ballpark, but they're making a lot of noise. Yes, they are, and there's those two uh, specific fans that have been loud all game. They really Talked about right on top of yeah. the field, so you can you can hear them. Two-two pitch. Kelton, a little looper. First baseman makes the play. Wow. Little looping line drive, and Gresky made the diving catch. Yeah, that's what he's there for. In foul territory, and the Dons uh, get one from the Cougars here as they win this one by a score of six to two. Uh, BYU fought back with uh, two runs in the ninth inning. But uh, just too little too late, Tucker. Yeah, a little bit, like you said, fought back, but uh, too little too late. Uh, good good weekend, though. Cougs came out, and, you know, you want to win every series that you play in, and a little too late on the winning series part, but uh, that's the end of the day. You want to win series, and they did that this weekend. All right, well, I'll send it back for post game. Be back with uh, head coach Mike Littlewood right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here at Benedetti Diamond on the campus of University of San Francisco where today the Dons uh, took uh, the last game of this three-game set against the Cougars. Cougars won the first two. Dons uh, battled back here with a 6-2 victory over BYU. Uh, Cougars uh, two runs, eight hits. Uh, Dons six runs on six base hits. Both teams committed an error. Uh, Landon Barossa picks up the win. He goes to 7-4 and four on the year, and uh, Alex Perrone, Takes a loss. Uh, Prone went uh, six and a third innings. Gave up four hits, six runs. Five of those runs being earned. Uh, walked two, struck out three. And the Cougars uh, lose this one, uh, the third game of this uh, three-game set. Uh, waiting for Coach uh, uh, Mike Littlewood to make his way down here to the uh, press box as the Cougars uh, scored their lone two runs in the ninth inning on uh, three base hits. Hits by Hale, Favero, and then the double by Tlaassen drove them in before uh, Colby Kelton uh, lined out to end the uh, game here um, at uh, Benedetti Diamond. And now joined by uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Coach, uh, appreciate you coming down. Boy, just a situation uh, where you're pitching uh, wasn't wasn't that bad. I mean, Perone gave up uh, four runs on six hits, but but uh, those couple of walks, those couple of hit batters, uh, San Francisco just took advantage of every base runner and scored uh, six runs on uh, on just uh, six base hits. Yeah, they, they did. They capitalized on, on our mistakes, and I thought we played a, a pretty clean game for the most part. Um, we, we let Barasa settle in after the, I think what the really the big thing in the game was we, Nate hits into a double play in the first inning, and they end up getting guys on first, second, and Helen hits a home run. Um, they get a big yep. hit just like we had the, the two previous days, um, and then they start rolling a little bit, but you know, I was proud of Alex. He settled in and, um, you know, kind of found the strike zone, did a really good job for us, kept us close. And, and uh, you know, we had a couple chances with guys on in scoring position with two outs. And if we get a big hitter, you know, a two-out RBI, yeah. then it's 3-1 or 3-2. Um, and we make it a little bit closer. But, um, hey, they battled. I, I told them I'm proud of them. It showed a lot of character the way they came in here, beat a really good team, uh, won the series, and had a chance. You know, we, we were – Tying Rome was on deck. I mean, we, we played well, I thought, this these three games. You know, you had runners on base uh, in the first, fourth, fifth, sixth. Uh, I mean, in scoring position, mm-hmm. but they were all – most of them were two-out hits. Yeah, so most of them were – yeah. you know, you had to kind of put two or three together. Yeah, we kind of just had to keep our fingers crossed that someone's going get, to get a big two-out hit, which hasn't happened a lot. But, uh, you know, the, the thing I feel good about is we – you know, we're finally playing Cougar baseball again, and I just wondered if we could ever do that again. <laughs> that was – you know, so it's nice to see him just come out with confidence and – uh, on a on somebody else's field against a good team and and really compete our tails off and that's what we did you know we did that for uh, for 27 innings this weekend and I was proud of him for that. Nate Favero uh, had an incredible uh, I think he ended up uh, nine for 13 in, yeah. in the three game series. Uh, Most doubles, little, uh, doubles yeah, or home runs yeah, or that, extra base that little hits. adjustment you talked about and in the, in the, and hopefully you can carry that on the next week for your last four games. Yeah, it's just amazing what what. Um, confidence does for you we've talked about that this whole season it just we it seemed like our team as a whole haven't hasn't had a whole lot of confidence as a team and Nate's been one of those guys that's lacked a little confidence the last couple you know four or five weeks and today man he or this week he sure turned that on and you can see what a difference that does I mean Brock I think and, and Brennan Anderson are really the only two guys and maybe Jordan Wood who come out every single day and have that confidence to you know to to get it done they really feel like they can get it done and 
Um, t- this weekend we had more guys do that, and you can so- kind of see the result. It, it means so much at this level. Well, moving forward, you got Stanford on Tuesday up in Palo Alto. That's always a tough one. I think right now ranked second in the nation. Then back home for the final three. So, again, finish strong. That's kind of been the mantra this last week or so. It really has. And uh, we, we want to go in and we want to give Stanford everything we've got. I mean, they're a good team. We're going to have to play perfectly to win, um, especially on a week, uh, on a midweek. Um, but they're in the same situation. So um, I, I'll take our team up against anybody in the country. I really will. Uh, I felt like that the whole year. I felt good taking them to Auburn um, the third week with a, with a team that was 8-0 and you know ranked, and they were so good and big and physical, and they're still ranked in the top 20. I felt really good taking them in there. We played, two, played them well two times, and the thing about this team is we could go beat Stanford, and um, you know then uh, we could lose to uh, Taylorsville Little League uh, the next day. You just, you just never know. Well, Coach, uh, hey, uh, again, a great series. Uh, took two of three from a very good team, uh, very impressive with this uh, uh, defensively with this team, and, and uh, it seemed like they executed and came up with big hits when they had to San Francisco. They really did today. I mean, uh, the last two days uh, they were in the similar situations, and we, we would induce ground balls and, and strike outs when we had to. And today they got a couple, you know, Ping got a, a double down the line to start uh, an inning and maybe in the seventh, and then uh, Helen with a home run, and they just they got a couple big hits when they need them. But you know, I, th- I thought we did a great job shutting down uh, Jonathan Allen. He got yep. one hit on the weekend, and, and uh, coming in, he was hitting about 350. Uh, Perry, sure, good hitter. I mean, he's scary when he gets up there. The three hitter uh, takes a tremendous hack, and seems like he's always on time. And so, I, I like their lineup, and uh, uh, lo- love Coach Giratano, what he does, and have a lot of respect. And uh, you know, honestly, I hope uh, I hope they get in and yep. do some damage. Cool. Okay, Coach, appreciate you coming down. Uh, We'll let you uh, jump on or get a shower and jump on the bus, and uh, we'll see you Tuesday up in Palo Alto. Sounds good. Thanks, Brent. You bet. Uh, Mike Littlewood is the head coach of the Cougars. Cougars lose by a score of 6-2 to two here today to the uh, Dons of San Francisco. Uh, I'd like to thank um, Tanner back at the station for all his great work, uh, Tuckett Slade for his great commentary, and just remind fans we'll be back on the air Tuesday afternoon, 1 o'clock here Pacific time. Cougars and the Cardinal of Stanford from Palo Alto. With that, we'll say so long from San Francisco.